Welcome to the Passive Income Through Multifamily Real Estate Podcast, brought to you by Limitless Estates, where Kyle and Lolita talk to top experts and seasoned passive investors in the business to help provide clarity and key insights to keep you safe on your journey to financial freedom. Our goal is to help you get educated on how to create passive income for you and your family by using real estate as your vehicle. Now, here are your hosts, Kyle and Lolita. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Passive Income Through Multifamily Real Estate Podcast. I'm your co-host, Lolita, also joined by Kyle. Today on our show, we have Jacqueline Huynh. Jacqueline, great to have you on our show. How are you doing? I'm great. Thank you so much for having me on your show. Good. Thanks for being here. Before we get into the interview, here's a little bit about Jacqueline. Jacqueline is a keynote speaker, coach, and trainer on the topic of family leadership and multi-generational wealth. She is also the host and producer of Parent Pump Radio. She brings over 25 years of corporate and business world experience, as well as over 12 years experience in the real estate industry as a real estate broker, developer, and investor. So we've got a lot of interesting topics to cover in today's interview. So without further ado, Jacqueline, could you tell the listeners a little bit more about yourself and what you currently do? Sure. Uh, I'll go back to a little bit about myself. I arrived here when I was eight years old in the United States in 1975 with my family when the Vietnam War ended. Uh, and we had to pack our, really, we had no clothes at all. We just ran with the clothes just on our back. Uh, when we arrived here, my father got a full-time job and then he started uh, doing real estate on the side. So my mom also got into her own entrepreneurship and she started a, a beauty salon. So between my four younger sister and myself, we became entrepreneurs very quickly, got to know real estate and just having a business. And uh, I, by the time I was 25 years old, I bought my first investment property. It had two units. I rented the back. I lived in the front and I, it was a three bedroom in the front. So I had two friends move in and uh, paid me rent also. <laughs> and then uh, I got more into real estate when I, uh, after I got married, I got my broker's license. My husband at the time decided uh, we were going to do development. So we started tearing down properties and building new ones and selling it. So that was another feat in itself. <laughs> um, and then I, you know, by the time I was 42, I was, uh, I was divorced and with two young kids and I decided with a lot of meditation and working on myself and self growth, I wanted to do something that would involve my family and help the world, I guess. And so I opened a leadership development business called Integrative Minds. And we started also recently involving helping family leave a positive multi-generational legacy in all aspects. That's financial, intellectual, and leadership. That's fantastic. Wow. Perfect. Thanks for your introduction there. That is awesome. So today we're going to talk about building generational wealth through real estate. So can you give the listeners a little bit of a definition of what that looks like? Yeah, sure. Um, a lot of people equate wealth in 
either money or some sort of financial assets. So let me get to that first. Um, so what we found is that financial asset is really a byproduct of what you know and who you know, which is human intellectual asset. The wealthy have many connections and they are very smart, they're very intelligent, and with these connections, financial wealth kind of comes about it. And we, a lot of us middle-class income earner, uh, we spend our whole life trying to acquire this financial wealth, but we don't realize that's really from the beginning. It's about what we know and who you know, or we get the other type of people who spend their whole life trying to acquire human and intellectual asset, and yet a more majority of them die without ever even passing most of this wealth onto their family. Uh, so what we call generational wealth, the real wealth, is that you should be passing to your heir not only financial wealth, but really the human and the intellectual asset. Because when you can do that, they will be able to make their own money. And the oh, wealth wow. follows. Got it. Very interesting. So not just uh, from a monetary standpoint, but from an intellectual. I like that. I like that. Yeah. So when you say generational wealth, it seems like it could require a ton of work, whether that is monetary or intellectual. Is this something that's achievable for those that don't have a lot of time to spend focusing on something like this? You know, I, I, I do classes on time management, and really time is, uh, is a choice, right? Uh, we drive every day. Most of us drive every day. There's those 20, 30, maybe even 60 minutes in the car that you could be listening to books, that you could be learning about real estate. Uh, instead of going to happy hour, meeting your friends, you could be going to meetup groups. I mean, that's how you and I met, right? Mm -hmm. You can start meetup groups, be around people who have the same interests as you as the same vision and the same purpose. This is how we make use of our time. So time is really a choice. Yep. I completely agree. So what about from a monetary standpoint, what would you say to a person that would like to try and build generational wealth, but doesn't have a lot of money to start out? Uh, I think it goes back to the same thing. You know, they have to remember that financial wealth is a byproduct of what you know and who you know. And so you've got to start off with whatever you're interested in. If you're interested in real estate and then get specific, like with you guys, it's about um, uh, multi-units. Uh, get to know what that is about because there's a lot of knowledge you need to know to get involved in that and see if it's really what you're interested in or maybe it's single family maybe it's out of state maybe it's in state so i always say add the word yet right like i don't have real estate properties yet i don't have the knowledge yet so the first step is saying adding yet to everything that you think you don't have and starting from that point and seeing where you can get more information, get partnerships. Um, that's what you guys are doing, syndication. So you're really getting partners together. So you don't really have to have a lot of money or a lot of knowledge. You just get like-minded people together and you can create something from nothing. Yep. I always talk about how real estate's a team sport. And you, if you try and do it by yourself, you're really going to struggle. No. And yeah. uh, it's about building a team, building relationships and friendships through that process as well. 
um, and you can definitely elevate your game a lot quicker and uh, get to your goals a lot quicker. So absolutely. So in your book, you focus on the benefits of real estate versus a traditional IRA. Can you give a brief overview about this? Yeah. Uh, you know, the best way example I can say is this. Okay. So Kyle, if you, if I went to you and I said, Hey, let's get into partnership together. You put all the money in. I'll take the money and I will invest it. You take all the risks and you won't get at the, the benefits from it until you retire. And you hope that what I do with your money is something that made you money. Would you get in business with me? No. <laughs> no, right? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But when you think about an IRA, isn't that what you're doing? You're right. You're giving it to some mutual fund company. You hope that they're going to invest in the right wisely. And they're, they're taking fees out of your portfolio every month. And, you know, from what I've seen, it's upwards of 60% of fees by the end. And you hope that by the time you retire, there'll be money in there that you're trusting them. So the difference is in real estate, you have all the control. You have, it's your money and you gain right away because as soon as you put money into a cash flowing property, you get money while it's appreciating and you can leverage that property to buy more properties. You can't leverage an IRA. You, it, you hope that it appreciates, but the thing about IRA is that once you retire, it's like having a, 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 an orchard. With an IRA, you have to chop down the trees, right, and sell it, and eventually you're not gonna have any more trees to sell. With a real estate property, you just raise the rent. You can sell the property, take the asset, and do a 1031 exchange into a bigger property. So it really is a no-brainer. Yeah, there's multiple ways through real estate. I mean, it's it's multi-level as far as income is is uh, concerned, even from a tax benefit standpoint, which we won't get into today. But yeah. there's definitely multiple benefits to real estate versus the tr traditional IRA. So within that topic, you break out the details of three different categories in your book. Can you touch on each of these? Yeah, uh, it's, it's in my book. It's coming out in the next few weeks. But I'm going to touch on, on each one just a little bit, like you said. Um, so we have three components, uh, wealth accumulation, tax, and equity. So in wealth accumulation with a traditional IRA, like I said earlier, you have to take out more money every year to, for inflation because we know inflation is 3% uh, based on past uh, projection. And those withdrawals may not be in there for the rest of your life, right, with an IRA. So any money you had in your IRA account uh, with inflation, okay, so let's put the example this way. With 3%, if you retire 20 years ago with a million dollars based on inflation, it's now worth 60% less. So that 1 million is really worth 400,000 with an IRA. So you're not really accumulating wealth. Now with real estate, you just raise the rent, to match inflation 3% every year, your properties will increase in value. It's going to be worth more. So it actually uh, is worth inflation because inflation is what's creating it worth more. And then your tenant is now paying down your loan. 
the that's the part about wealth accumulation. Does that make sense? Completely. With tax issue, okay, with an IRA, you're required, it's called an RMD, required minimum distribution. So at a certain age, you have to take out so much money. At a certain age, you have to take out all the money because the government wants to tax you on that money. They want the money, right? With real estate, you don't have to sell your property. They don't have control over that. Uh, also, with real estate, if you sell it, as you know, with a 1031 exchange, you don't have to pay tax on it. So it could actually be tax-free. Uh, with an IRA, there's a restriction. You really have to trust the government to protect you. And there's not a lot of tax shelter for the cash flow. And also with real estate, there's actual possibility of a tax-free inheritance so that your children don't even have to pay tax on it. Uh, and you can actually, what thing is great is that you can actually will, you can, your children can inherit your property. Your IRA is not really meant to be generational. It's really meant to be just for you in your mm -hmm. lifetime, right? Um, and then let's talk about equity. So with real estate, equity goes up, income goes up, any loans or fees for, or tax literally gets paid off by the tenants. You then, then end up leaving a recurring income asset to your heirs for life. With an IRA, it's really about a race, whether you run out of money first or you die first. And that you hope that money is going to match inflation and not eat away your nest egg. Right. And, and one thing that people I don't think really think of is people are living longer nowadays. I mean, with technology, they're living much longer. So, you know, you're going to run out at the end of that rope and uh, you really need to start thinking about that. So, yeah, absolutely. That's a great point. Yeah. Yeah. I read an article that uh, McDonald's and Walmart have the amount of employees that are seniors under their company is staggering compared to 10, 15, 20 years ago. And that is what I just touched upon, right? Is exactly. because they ran out of money in their, in their IRAs. Yeah. Right, right. And, uh, and these, you know, they, they need the money, they need the benefits, which they don't get anymore. Right. Awesome. Okay. So what are some other reasons that real estate is a great investment to make passive income and start building that generational wealth? Well, besides everything I've touched, I think real estate investing is great for the family because you think about it. If you are, say, a police officer or a teacher, your children doesn't really benefit from that, right? If they want to be a teacher, they have to go to school. They have to learn all this stuff. But if you're a real estate investor, you can take your children with you to look at properties. They can learn from profit and loss statement. You can teach them all these things so that you can transfer that knowledge to them and they in turn can take over the business or help you in the business. So there's not a lot of, you know, and, and your, the kids can start at any time. So now as for me as a parent, I have something to talk about with my kids at the dinner table. And I don't get the, how was your day? Oh, fine. Because there's nothing to talk about. Our youngest investor is 11 years old. She was, well, she was 11 when she started. She's 14 now, but you know, it excites her. And her and her family, when they sit around the table, they have something to talk about. 
Yeah, I think that's such an important point, too, because when you go to school, really, they don't teach you how to manage your money and, and to build that wealth. And so this is something that you're doing with your kids, which is amazing, which is, you know, they're starting early and they're actually taking school. They're going to school for managing their wealth. And uh, that's that's invaluable. And that's something that uh, I plan to do with my nephew, too, once he's able to start um, talking to me. <laughs> <laughs> So he's gonna he's gonna start at a very very young age as exactly. well. Exactly. Yeah, maybe just, four or five, a four or five year old real estate investor. So that'll yeah. be pretty cool. And that's the thing is you don't know where they're gonna be. Like I introduce whenever I have meetings, whenever I'm doing speeches or talk, my kids are in the back of the room selling my books. They go to meetings with me. People actually love to see that your your kids are with you. You think that they're a burden, but really people like it. And my job, my daughter is 14 and she's gotten jobs. She's gotten tutoring jobs. She's gotten jobs to help people because they get to meet her. And because people respect me, they think she's the same mold. And she makes $12 an hour tax-free right now. <laughs> At 14 years old, that's awesome. That's yeah, but that's the byproduct of, you know, keeping... It, you know, it's, it's this, it's this human asset, right? I've spent all my life meeting the right people. Why should that die away when I die? I want to pass those people on to my children so they benefit. Yeah, perfect. So you definitely simplified the idea of building generational wealth for me, but if it were really that simple, why doesn't everyone else do it? Oh, I get this question a lot. <laughs> <laughs> well, you think about it. It is easy to walk into a bank and say, here's my money. I want to open a retirement account. Done, right? No, they'll do everything. And most people will do that because it's easy. But really, when you think about it, what I would really love to, to own is a credit card company because where else can you charge your client 30% interest on their money? Right. But the door of entry is a little bit harder because you have to have money, you have to have knowledge, you have to know people, you have to bring investors in, but you make a lot more money. So real estate is the same way in that you have to have a team. You need to have some intellectual knowledge about how to start it, where to pick the right property. You got to be able to know how to analyze it. You have to know how, how to manage the property or hire someone that's really good at managing. So there's a there's lots of ins and out of creating a really great team. And a lot of people want, you know, we're in this world where it's like instant gratification. We want it now. Uh, but you know, and I know is that everything good comes with some time and some knowledge and some energy in it. Yep. Absolutely. All right. Are you ready for our final four questions? Sure. All right, Jacqueline, let's go ahead and go into our final four questions. What is the one tool that you use in real estate investing that you could not do without? Having a great team. That's uh, the key is having a solid team that you trust, good communication with, and they can do things without you having to uh, micromanage them. Mm -hmm. Yep, I think we can uh, relate to that as well. Can you tell us a story about your biggest mistake in real estate investing so far and what is the main takeaway for our listeners? I think he's going back to this one is I tried doing it all on my own before. You know, my ex-husband at the time and I tried to develop property. We did everything and it can tear you apart. Uh, it, 
it blows you out, you're just tired, you get burned out. And so that was probably my biggest mistake, thinking that if I did it all myself, I could keep all the profit, not realizing how much it took a toll on me. So birds of a feather flock together. I say join some groups, mm-hmm. find some meetup groups, you know, get friends together that are the same interests and brainstorm and see how you can get connected with the right people. And when you have the same people together, you can celebrate together and get motivated together. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Great advice. Uh, What is it that you need to do now to grow your life to the next level? So I'm going to get bigger picture on this question. Um, Most of us don't know what our core values are. Our core value is what is the reason why we get up, you know, what's important in our life. It is our doctrine kind of, and you Everybody needs to understand where their values are, where their purpose, and their vision. Uh, It's not just about acquiring real estate. It's not just about making money. Why are you doing it? When you know the answer to the big why, it will propel you to do what you do. Um, And you, the biggest thing that holds us back and that most people don't look at is the beliefs and thoughts that we have in our mind. Right? You can acquire all the knowledge, all the human asset, but if you believe that you're not good enough, that you don't deserve greatness, that you're not smart enough, you'll never achieve that level of success that you dream about. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think um, both Kyle and I can um, say that our biggest why is a huge component to what we do day to day, so that's great. Yeah, yeah. And uh, lastly, Jacqueline, where can people find out more about you? Yes. So to find out more about my uh, uh, turnkey real estate investment program, they can go to truelegacywealth.com. And my big website is integrativeminds with an S.com. And that has the real estate program. It has my leadership program. It has my family program and all the information about me as a speaker and an author. So great. I think um, this particular interview hits home for most of uh, the passive investors. Um, I think many of the listeners can relate to wanting to turn to real estate and investing passively or actively for that matter to achieve um, that financial freedom that we use as an outlet or another source to grow or continue to grow generational um, and long-term wealth that we can pass on. So thanks so much. Thank you for having me. That was really fun. Yeah. Awesome. Thanks, Jacqueline. Thanks for listening. To learn more about the passive income through multifamily real estate podcast and to get access to today's show notes and to previous shows, visit limitless-estates.com. If you enjoyed this show, please subscribe to the podcast. Thanks again for joining us. Be sure to tune in again next week for another episode.